Welcome to the weekly podcast of the Voice of Healing Radio with Michael Petro. VOH Radio brings an in-depth understanding of the scriptures prophetically, rich revelation of the early church apostolic fathers, and biblical interpretation of the biggest news and political stories of our day. Take VOH Radio with you on the go. Listen on demand weekly. New programs released every Monday at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Radio.com, TuneIn, and more. To partner with us, please go to voh.church forward slash radio. That's voh.church forward slash radio. Or email us at radio at voh.church. You're listening to The Voice of Healing Radio with Michael Petro. Blessings to all, all of our listeners out there on The Voice of Healing Radio. Uh, we got a special guest here today. We just want to, you know, remind you that what God is doing right now, this is there's no mistakes. God is still in control, and he's, he's opening people's hearts. He's opening people's minds to the things that are happening. And uh, we as the body of Christ, we really need to be not only interceding in prayer, but we also need to be active. The Bible says faith without works is dead. And so if there's not works in what we're doing, and we're not moving in and standing in the gap for others, then, you know, it really is not that walk that Christ would have us. But I'm here with Dr. Alan Keyes, and he's uh, he's with American Talk, America Talks. And uh, as I was just listening to him a little bit here, uh, before the show, he was telling me, just things that are going on in our country and things we need to be waking up to. And he's been at this for a while, just talking to people, opening a, a conversation to make people think. And uh, Brother Alan, it's good to have you on the show today. Oh, thank you. Appreciate it. And, uh, I, I, you know, there needs to be more voices like you, people that are open, willing to step in and, and, and talk ask others the hard questions and, and get things in line to let people know what's going on because there is a vacuum right now of information from the main media. Well, I, I don't think of them as the media anymore. Uh, they're actually propaganda outlets. Yes. Uh, they work, I think, for folks who are now bent on essentially destroying our country. Mm. Uh, but the reason they think they have the opportunity is that we have allowed ourselves pretty much all through the course of my lifetime it's been going on. Mm -hmm. um, and of course the seeds were laid beforehand, but the ultimate objective was to get us to abandon ourselves in the sense of abandoning the understanding mm -hmm. that first of all informed our first existence as a nation. Yes. Right? Uh, and then informed the conscience of our people so that at various times when the first premises of God-endowed right and justice were uh, uh, at stake, um, we would rise to the occasion. Yes. But all of that was predicated, of course, on being a people who, though we are mostly, uh, for a long time, we were mostly about minding our own business. And I don't use that in a pejorative way. Mm -hmm. I mean, because I think it's actually a positive thing for people to put first mm -hmm. what is their responsibility to God for X, yeah. right? Amen. X being 
procreation, family, children, the taking care of family, the taking care of that community and the communities that result from family. These are things that Americans are renowned for taking care of and yeah. realizing that's their responsibility. It's not something you wait for government to do. It's something you create government as an instrument for doing Amen. when it requires that we all work together to achieve an aim. Other than that, individuals yeah. associating with one another have been pretty much responsible for all of the good things that have happened in America, with yeah. government seconding the motion because of our authorization. Mm. Um, and I think it was all premised from the beginning on the famous words of the Declaration, which we have allowed our elites to mm. abandon, including our political elites, yeah. so that they are all now ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. They are ashamed of the truth yeah. in the Bible. And since, um, I guess it's almost for most of my lifetime, certainly since this, the uh, 70s, I think the Christian people, people who profess to uh, uh, put their faith in Jesus Christ and to have invited him into their hearts and, and have him informing their spirit and mind, uh, I think we've kind of forgotten yeah. that this, that isn't just about our salvation. Our country dies mm -hmm. if we do not boldly stand for the premises of God's authority without which it could not and will not go on existing. You see what I'm saying? I do. And, yes. and so we're in that crisis right now, and I think it's coming to a head. Um, and sadly, we have already turned the instruments of national government now over to people who are pretty explicitly godless. Yeah. And will even spit in the face of God by pretending they're not. Like, uh, you know, so we have a dedicated baby killer. Exactly. Uh, Joe Biden trying to pretend he's some kind of devout Christian. Yeah. It, what's amazing to me, Alan, is that you see these people um, like Joe Biden with the Pope, with uh, the bishops, right? And none of those people are calling him out and saying, you're really not one of us. Well, see, I think that's because they're not one of us. They're, they're part of, part of the In problem. In other words, uh, yeah. and, and I say that as a Roman Catholic, yep. looking at this situation where— uh, and, and this shocked me. I was, I was on the air with MSNBC. I had a little program then. Mm -hmm. um, and um, I, uh, during the whole time that I was on the air with them, the crisis of the clergy and sexual abuse and all of this was in the air. And I don't know that a week went by of the programming that we did when we mm -hmm. weren't focused on that question. Yeah. And, and I'll tell you, it, it was shocking to me. Yeah. But what has come forward since then is even more shocking sure. because it represents such an abandonment of profound tenets of the Christian faith, things that should not be tolerated, exactly. beginning with the evil of abortion and continuing with the fact, and, and this I think is now extending and has extended to, to all kinds of people and major denominations mm. where they start treating things that God has said as if they are optional. Yeah. And the main one, I think, be beyond the uh, thou shalt not kill, well, do murder yeah. in, in the Bible, is that the first thing God tells us about ourselves mm. uh, in the Bible is in the beginning, God created us. Yeah. And, and what does it say? 
Male and female, he created them. In the image and likeness of God created he them, right? Amen. So that means something about that male-female relationship. Yes. And of course, as we know, because it's mentioned before the fall, it's mentioned there, that they are to be fruitful and multiply. Yes. So that that relationship is about the perpetuation of the human race according to God's intention. Yes. And we are now trying to act as if love is being shown when we spit in the face of God and lie to people to tell them that they don't have to respect God's provision Amen. and that they can abandon what is that vocation. Uh, but I think that's part of an overall problem for America right now because we were founded invoking the authority of God for right. Yeah. We have allowed liars to convince us that that word right is the same as the word freedom. Mm-hmm. But of course, it couldn't be. Sure. Because the word right, once you say it, invites a question. Yeah. Who's right? Right according to whom? And the Declaration of Independence is very clear. Mm-hmm. It's right according to God, right? Are endowed by their yes. creator. And not just any old God, because mm-hmm. the people who wrote the Declaration specifically tied it to the creator. Amen. And I often ask people, who's the creator? And this often stumps even Christian folks. They'll look at me and say, well, God. And I said, no, who's the creator? Learn on the go with the Voice of Healing video on demand platform. Stream hours of rich understanding on any platform, any device, anytime, and anywhere right at your fingertips. Your calling is great and your promise is huge. Gain access to all the broadcasts that the Voice of Healing is releasing worldwide and catch fire for this next season. Sign up today by heading to voh.church slash watch and be inspired. Mm-hmm. Well, the evangelist tells us quite clearly that the Creator is the Word who was with God and was God. And when he traces the sort of spiritual genealogy of that Word, where does it arrive? It arrives in the incarnation of Christ, the Word made flesh who dwelt amongst Among us. us. So our conception of right is a conception that not only reflects the provision of God for our existence, but the involvement of Christ in our creation and ties that to the understanding of what is right, what is just. Final point, this misunderstanding that that's all about freedom is crazy. Because if God endowed us with right, that is provisioned it, right? Mm -hmm. Because the the word endow means to fill something with substance and then, and and so forth. So uh, we think of gifts to universities or establishing a chair in physics or something like that. And they establish the terms Mm -hmm. and they provide the substance that allows you to pursue those terms. Uh, What's your your response to that have to be? Your response to that has to be to follow the provisions of the endowment, right? That's the meaning of unalienable right. Unalienable right is right according to God's endowment. And the response that we make is a use of freedom, but it's not just freedom. Freedom is the opportunity and capacity to choose. But right implies that we are looking at the aftermath of choice, we have chosen to do what is right according to the endowment of God. 
So the first premise of America's existence is not freedom. People always say, we're about freedom, we're about freedom. No, the first premise is responsibility to God to do right according to his will. Amen. As Christian folks, we need to know that mm. this country was founded, therefore, on the premise of the practical consequences of our faith. Yep. Since if God is the provider and we are the ones receiving the provision, we are under the yoke. Amen. We are, have a burden of responsibility to God. This is not about being free to do something. It's about having used our freedom to do what is right according to God. Amen. Uh, and I think, by the way, contrary to the liars and what they're trying to tell us about our country, we, we were as most human beings, right? God mm -hmm. came to uh, us in the form of Christ because we're sinners. Yeah. And he said that. He did not come uh, to, to the people who were, who were you know, Righteous and yep. saved. He came to save the lost. Yes. That means that, yes, when this country began, you had people who were, I think, truthful enough to acknowledge God's requirements. Amen. But that didn't mean they were perfect, perfected yes. in the way of walking in God's will. That had to Amen. be done. And every time we were asked to do it, mm -hmm. the American people actually delivered. Amen. Why we're letting these liars talk us into hating ourselves for that? I don't know. Yeah. Doctor, I got to ask you a question, Dr. Keyes. One of the things, and you're, you're bringing up such, uh, such great points. Do you feel that these people are doing this because of just the, the, fallen, the fallen man? Or do you think that these people are actually working under another, another entity that they serve? Well, I, I, I think that from the beginning, it's quite clear that we've had a problem. Mm. We, we have an enemy. Mm. And when I say we, I mean the human race. Yeah. Um, that enemy is an enemy of God. Yeah. And Christ tells us that he saw this enemy of God fall from heaven, right? Amen. So he knows all about it. So when we look at the Genesis account, we should understand that enemy successfully suborned our progenitors, yes. our first parents, uh, and that expressed a permanent will, Amen. right? Yes. As, as Christ himself uh, uh, says, the devil has a, he, he's a liar, and he has a permanent will to do us harm. Yes. And I think that what we are now subject to as Americans is because Though we're, we were frail and, and mistake-prone and sinful as human beings are, when we were confronted with God's will, yeah. it took time, it took effort, but I, I don't believe you could cite for me one time when the American people had their eyes opened to the truth, mm -hmm. we're doing wrong, mm -hmm. and didn't come together to right that wrong. Yeah. And, and I don't believe I would say that about any other people I'm aware of on the face of the earth. Every time you were asked, you did what we're here to do now, and we did it in the face of the implacable lies and hatred of our enemy. Yeah. I, I, I am of the opinion, right, at this point that, you know, when you study the early church fathers, Ignatius and those men, Ignatius, by the way, was the disciple of John the Revelator. Um, they talk about 
what they call the millennialism or a day is equal to a thousand years theology where at the end of 6,000 years, the kingdom would start manifesting that before that would happen, there would be gross darkness in the earth. Jesus talks about that gross darkness. I honestly believe that we are coming to the end of it because if, if you know chronology of the Bible, it's 4,000 years from, G, uh, from Adam till Jesus, 2,000 years from Jesus till now. So we're at the end of that 6,000 years or six days of creation according to their way of thinking or their eschatology. But honestly, I've never seen in my life, you know, the evil that has perpetrated over these last, you know, 30, 40 years, how it's progressively gotten worse to the point we've turned to a lot. When I hear that the, the, the Seattle doesn't want a police force, when I see them trying to push the police out of Los Angeles, you're talking about a lawless society. We have people in our church that are literally, you know, they work, they're actress, actors, actresses in Hollywood, and they're telling us that this stuff we hear about Satanism in Hollywood, the, the adrenal chrome, the, the sacrifice of children, it is true. They've heard it. They've watched it. This is something that most people, Christians, cannot believe. Well, see, that people can I, be that wicked. I, I, but, but two, two these things. people are, are, are literally serving right. But, but uh, I'm not sure why, and maybe it's that people haven't informed themselves, but the 20th century included things that after they happened and they came to light, most human beings were so shocked that they couldn't believe it. People would come out of these atrocious situations, which had accounted for tens of millions of lives, where people had been starved to death and so forth, and, and they didn't believe it. There are people who don't believe it till this, to, to this day. They'll try to deny it. So the notion that somehow or another we don't grasp the reality mm -hmm. of the evil that has come against the world, and because God has lifted us up to a certain position in the world. It is right now especially focused on us. Do you know why? Because the whole world, all of them gathered together against us, mm. when we are united in defense of right, could not defeat the United States today. Amen. So they know that the first thing they have to do if they're going to destroy humanity in, destroy in terms country. of God is they have to destroy the United States. Uh, and if Americans don't get that, especially Americans of faith, uh, then I think that by our own failure, we may very well put that choice before God. Okay, because, you know, it happened to the Israelites a couple of times. Somebody had to say, well, you know, are you going to take care of these people? And Moses was able to postpone it, remember, because he yes. demonstrated with God and said, no, don't make another people. Let me try with these folks. Yep. If we don't wake up, we're going to be in that position yeah. where we served God until we didn't. And because we didn't, we unleashed hell exactly. against all humanity. And, and that is the issue, hell being unleashed. And mm -hmm. we have to realize that we are, uh, we are mediators, that the Lord calls us to stand in the gap. And, uh, and, and I've said it over and over. There, the Lord is bringing an awakening to the church, the real church. And I think uh, a lot of the flaws that are in the church right now have been exposed in this last year with the COVID and everything else. But for the real ones, that remnant, and the Lord, you know, I, 
I say it over and over. Um, Sodom and Gomorrah would have been saved if there was a few righteous people. Well, it, see, did, it didn't take everybody, I, I just have to a say, few. Though, I guess what brings me to these events and what has heartened me to just keep going. Mm. I figure you just go, you do the best you can, you, you share the thoughts that God has put on your heart to the best of your ability. But I think that there is that remnant in America. Amen. I'm with I you there. I think that the American people have always answered the call, but over the course of the decades of our most prosperous and influential time, uh, we have been subject to the temptation that brought laid Israel low a couple of times. You know, you yeah. get all prosperous and you think it's all about you. And our elites have entirely surrendered to this, most of them. Yeah. And I think it's now time for the people of God who are called by his name to remember Amen. that in terms of government in this country, they can't save it yeah. because the power to change the composition of government and put godly people where they belong again mm. is in our hands. And if we don't do it right now, then we will be undone, I think. Yeah. Well... That's Dr. Alan Keyes. Uh, just a blessing, brother, to have you on. It's good and to be and, with and you. I, I want you to come back on. I, I want to do something more regular with you because I, I like the way you think. I, and I love just the way you uh, articulate and and, oh, and, glad to. and bring these questions out. I mean, excellent, excellent. Uh, let's talk America, Dr. Alan Keyes, here with us on the Voice of Healing Radio. And uh, I'm, I'm going to. Uh, we're going to do more together, brother, if, you, well, if, you, you. if, you, and, and if you'll if do with us. Folks are listening. They can watch the show on brighteontv.com. Amen. One to three, Monday through Friday. All right. We want to thank you, brother. We want to bless all those that are out there that are listening. Please give us a call uh, and uh, hit us on the internet or, or uh, even uh, send a text into Voice of Healing Radio. We want to hear from you. God bless you, and we'll see you tomorrow. If you enjoyed today's podcast, partner with us by heading to voh.church forward slash radio. That's voh.church forward slash radio. Your financial gift helps the Voice of Healing Radio bring revelation to God's kingdom and to the nations. Have a testimony or prayer request? Call us at 1-877-440-3737. That's 1-877-440-3737. Send us an email at radio at voh.church. And don't forget to add VOH Radio on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for your current updates. This is the Voice of Healing Radio with Michael Petrone.